The story you are about to hear is fantasy. Only the roles have been changed to prevent a TPK. This session, The Abyss Stares Back. Izzy are sitting at your desk and you have in your hand a file on the Emperor. So as Izzy, I find a file or a, or a picture? It's, it's a file. There's not a whole lot in it. It's a little bit bare bones. They know that he is with a criminal organization, which doesn't have a name. And that he works in the field, so to speak. He's he's one of the higher-ups, but he goes out and does work himself. And beyond that, there's not a whole lot that is, like, concretely, we definitely know it was this guy. There's a lot of suspicious activity, like, we think he was there at this crime, but most of it is just sort of, there's not really a ton of evidence. Ah, this is the folder on the Emperor, or at least what parts I know I have on file. Tell me something you know about the Emperor that's not in the file. What's not in the file is sort of how the Emperor works. Uh, there was a job that Izzy did, and Izzy and the Emperor were going towards this large mansion inside this mansion. They were going to try to steal this priceless artifact that's in there. Izzy would sneak into this into a room, and this room had pressure points and pressure-sensitive stuff that would go trigger off several alarms. Izzy would use his way to sneak himself past all of these traps to get through it. Meanwhile, one way or another, the Emperor managed to jump and just clear the entirety of all the traps. He seemed to be like a man possessed, and with almost supernatural powers, making it so that way he could get through. He was always inclined uh, as, as a professional. Got inside the building, took the item. This artifact was just a mask. It wasn't anything special, nothing magical that, he, that Izzy knew of. But they would make their way out of this mansion, make themselves back into, a, into an empty loft in the middle of the, of the city. And once there, Izzy took off his, his mask because he's known to the criminal world. People know who he is. And he got a glimpse of the Emperor, but couldn't exactly make out his face. As the Emperor punched him in the, in the head and threw him off a building. Next thing he knows, uh, he wakes up in the hospital with none of his supplies or anything with him. The very last thing you hear before, like, he, he knocks you out and you're, like, on the ground and you're groggy and you just hear him say, Nice working with you. And that's when you lose consciousness. All right, so. <laughs> Welcome to Gaming Theater Role-Playing Games. We are still in ACPD with three lovely officers. We've got, of course, the man from the jungle, Akab. Hello. We've got our gentleman thief, Izzy. Hello, it's Leo, the Geek Scorpio, playing the part of Izzy. And, of course, we've got our totally a real cop with totally real skills and definitely not a walking corpse, John Doe. But I'm Zombie Hand or Liz. All right. Tonight, you guys will notice something new in your plot points. Everybody's got six plot points to start with. You've also got each two plot points with a blue ring around them. 
those are plot points you cannot use yourself. Those are plot points you can give to other players. Oh. And you can give them to any player for any reason. You can do it because you think that they need help on a roll, or you can do it because they did something really cool that made that made you happy, or you can do it because eh, they're not doing you any good. Whatever reason you want, those are yours to give away. I'm in. I'd like to gift these to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Specifically to another player. Ugh, okay. <laughs> maybe I gift them, maybe I don't. Haven't decided yet. I mean, you can't use them. Yeah. Okay, so, Raggard Hammerforge, police chief, comes out and he says, All right, everybody, gather around. John's gonna shamble over. Oh, He great likes John. the chief. He thinks he reminds him of his father. Oh. But he doesn't think very much, so. Was John's father a dwarf? I don't know. He, listen, he's, his brains are not all there anymore, okay? Sure. John might not remember then that last week he'd been put on kitchen duty, specifically because he was eating limbs and that's a no-no. All right. So uh, is he off kitchen duty? He is off <laughs> kitchen duty now. Can he go talk, go stand near his boss? Uh, yes, yes, he can. Hang on, before he does that, uh, Izzy's going to grab a piece of paper that says, uh, don't eat people's limbs anymore and staple it to John's chest. Why are we always stapling things to John's chest? <laughs> so it actually sticks to you for once. Exactly. It's not going to. <laughs> he can't read. We don't know that. <laughs> I have very good probability that this wonderful creature does know how to read at some point. You stick by that. <laughs> Alright, so, Gregor says, alright, we have got some reports of, uh, what's it say here? People with black, smoky eyes that are out mugging people. They have been operating in and around the area of Beggar's Alley, which seems like a really poor choice to go to mug people, but there you are. You guys need to go out and find out what's happening and put a stop to it. Any questions? Any legible questions? Why would someone be trying to mug people in a place called Beggar's Alley? That you got me. Is there any information about those smoky eyes at all? They have smoky eyes, and they are mugging people. Is this just a bunch of hooligans? Well, I would define a hooligan as someone who mugs people, so yeah, these sound like hooligans. We should probably go check it out. Yeah, let's let's go out. Come on, John. <laughs> Beggar's Alley is the poor district. It's it's not just a name. You go there and you're going to be getting a lot of people begging you for change. There are a lot of people here who just... There are houses there of a sort, but, you know, most of them are just kind of ramshackle shacks. There, there are, like, there what once was buildings that are now very run down and barely holding together and genuinely think they might fall on top of you if you lean against the wall. Ooh, super it's, safe. No, it's not safe. <laughs> not, not in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> but at least it's not Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> We're not Detroit. 
Stay not Detroit! It's not a place police often find themselves. Because if you're not a beggar and you're going into Beggar's Alley, you're probably gonna get mugged. And that includes cops. Mm. Are we gonna be approached by anyone? Uh, what I'm thinking of, it's a disguise montage time! <laughs> John's got really high intimidation. I yeah. have a presence. Okay, Izzy's going to need to do a dressing montage. <laughs> Because Izzy, I, with, with his three-piece suits, you know, and his fancy monocle or whatever the crap he's got on, he, he's going to stand out as a target there. People are just going to assume I, Izzy's or uh, John's another beggar and just give him money. I, I John, like John actually probably will fit in just fine, yeah. I, Good for him. He's got his tribe. Well, how would they feel about a cop because I am also homeless? I mean, have a job still homeless. <laughs> Technically, uh, that's a real. I mean, they feel a little redundant if I just like go out and just like essentially camp at a different tree every night. My You're my not. question is, do You're you not a look beggar. homeless? What was that? Do you look homeless? Ooh, I would like to say no because I just have like I may have that little jungle boy look going on. You look wild, but you look well-fed. I, I think John puts on whatever people put him in, and I like to assume that they don't let his clothes get stinky. I'm also changing clothes. Probably wise. Bru so he's, he just doesn't, well... <laughs> I'm just, just put some air fresheners on him so he doesn't smell quite so bad. I'm just hoping I'm not uh, that I don't have a penalty to my gentleman thief for this, or there's nothing gentlemanly about this. All of a sudden, I would be there, uh, walking around. Do you happen to know where the thugs and or criminals are at? For I am also a thug and or criminal. <laughs> hey, look, I'll, I'll, I'm still saying that just like after a nice like. No outfit change. I can still blend in pretty well with like Jungle Boys and and/or Loki presences. Mm -hmm. All right. So yes, I'm going to disguise myself. Apparently, all John has to do is take off his shirt. Good enough. <laughs> He's jacked. <laughs> also, like a little bit taller than usual, or like, like normal. Like he's probably in like the six foot, like I don't know, like five range. Six and, I and I have my not work clothes, which is usually covered in dirt anyways. Alright, we're in disguises, I guess. Or I'm in a disguise, apparently. Yeah. John will leave his shirt on, though. Just dressing casually. <laughs> John will leave his shirt on, though. We can't have people swooning all over him. <laughs> Dude, how did that song get so shredded? <laughs> A mass of the skies, a stripper, and casual Friday walk into Beggar's Alley. <laughs> okay, alright. Uh, I love you guys. There are, when you guys go into Beggar's Alley, there are a handful of people that sort of like look up and take notice of you, but then pretty quickly they just kind of ignore you and go back to whatever they were doing. Can I spend a plot point or two just to have some alcohol with me? Yeah! Oh god, not explosives. Not yet. <laughs> let's, let's see. Let's I guess, see I guess just, light that, just light that on fire and we have an explosive. 
I mean, we could also use the alcohol as a bargaining chip for someone. Mm -hmm. There could be alcoholics down here. Uh, there's probably alcoholics. Maybe more than one, like two bottles. Pepper my, pep myself, and, uh, as it replaced my cologne with tequila, I guess. Actually, though, cheap whiskey. Yeah. So, going up to, you know, one random be uh, beggar, not certain who. Hey, have you heard of these uh, guys with smoking guys uh, starting trouble? Go ahead and make a willpower, influence, persuasion, or something similar. Yeah, you let me know when my gentleman thief need this, uh, it becomes a detriment to me. Um, it's not really a detriment here. Yes, you're a gentleman, but you're still a thief. You fit right in. The seedy side of society is probably something you're familiar with. Ooh, that's a nine roll for Leo. Okay, well, seeing as how six was all you needed to beat. Oh, uh, yeah, I heard. Uh, guys with smoky eyes that tend to, uh, operate over on the north side of Becker's Alley. Just, uh, just, just be careful around them. They, uh, not everyone walks away after they get mugged. Thanks for the advice. And I proceed to go head towards the north side. Um, John's just gonna shamble along. Samesies. You're gonna shamble with John. <laughs> I mean, I'm just gonna cook along. Like, I, my initial plan was just kind of like, lay low and just sort of like, go by and just see if I can hear anything. But now that we have a lead. All that smooth talking. As you are walking along, you're heading to the north, kind of towards the northern end of the of Beggar's Alley. There's probably the most well-known establishment of Beggar's Alley. It's in the northern, northern end of it. It's called the Circle Skirt Factory. It is... Well, it, I mean, house. Huh? No, it's actually not. It's it's legitimately a factory where they make skirts. There are seamstresses. It's one of the only places you can get a job in this part of town. And you see a number of people, mostly women, but a few men, coming out of the factory. It looks like their work shift just ended. Smoky eyes. Go ahead and roll alertness perception sight. God. Alertness. <laughs> this is like the lowest alertness score ever. I don't have perception sight. Okay, I guess this my is alertness is... Roll. It's only a three that you need. Well, Ooh. his dice is a six. Oh, I got a four! <laughs> I got a six. Even zombies can see this. It's pretty obvious. <laughs> None of the people coming out of the factory appear to have smoky eyes, now. Okay. Alright. Do we notice anything else? No, not particularly. here. Is there something specific that you guys are doing for your investigation? Hmm. Outside of wanting to interview people, that's all I've got right now. Okay, anyone in particular you're shooting for? Uh, just a couple of people that are in the, that came out of the factory. I'm a, I'm gonna try to do some eavesdropping. Okay, gonna see if I can put on some politeness on this. Hey, I'm new in town. Wondering if heard about some weird rumors about people with smoky eyes coming around here. Go ahead and roll another willpower persuasion. Looks like he's new in town. Willpower persuasion. New in this part of town. I think. That's the 12. Perhaps. Oh yeah, I probably should have rolled to see what you need to... Uh, <laughs> seven is what you need to beat. Nailed it. 
<laughs> Good job. Oh yeah, um, there we've, we've definitely heard some things. You wanna, you wanna be real careful around this area. Don't ever travel alone. Um, because that's how they get you. They, they find someone who's all by their lonesome, and they take him for all they got. You know, if they, like, dress weird or funny or anything like that? Ah, uh, I mean... Not particularly. I, mean, I haven't heard anything like that anyway. Thank you, Longbow. John, I would like you to roll <laughs> Willpower, Influence, Persuasion, or something similar, please. Ooh, I don't have persuasion, but I have intimidation or seduction. You can use seduction if you like. <laughs> yes. What just happened? So, <laughs> so I get. So okay, I have a d12 for that one. So do I? I just roll the d12, right? Or do I do the d6 and the d12? You roll the d12. The, yeah, the d12 for your uh, seduction, and then you roll your willpower on top of that. I'm going to be using blue blood against you in this case. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, and, and blue d12. blood is a d12. I'm going to be giving you three plot points for using it against you. <laughs> uh, I rolled a 17. Well, you're fortunate because nine is all you needed to beat. <laughs> Yay. Was um, it going to be because, I, because he was a... Uh... He's well-known in that next town over. No. It's... Despite your... deadness, you do still carry a bit of a regal bearing. Nice. Which does make people... Which would make people think normally, hey, he's not a beggar from Beggar's Alley. But all this person notices how sexy you look. Hell yeah. <laughs> Get it, John. <laughs> and she just goes, oh, you poor thing. He seems drunk. <laughs> well, here, and she hands you a copper piece and says, um, hope things get better for you. Does she, does she, like, put it in his hand? She does. Um, he's gonna try and bite her hand. Okay! <laughs> Live flesh is coming at him. Uh, go ahead and roll. <laughs> we will say, we'll say agility for this one, and then unarmed. Okay, so that's a d6 and a d6. Nine is what you've got to beat if you want to take a bite out of her. Nine! Ties go to the defender. Is that you? Yes. You're the one biting. You're not defending. Nine. Okay. He's just gonna try to... Okay, well, uh, you managed to get a tooth in her. And she immediately reels back and screams. John's gonna go falling, because he's... He doesn't have much stability. <laughs> this basically causes a scene. Everybody starts backing away. People start running. Izzy, I hope you weren't planning on asking any more questions, because they are going and going and gone. Well, there's only one what thing Izzy could do at that time like this. <laughs> Damn it, John. Yeah, there's only one thing Izzy could do at a time like this. Save his cover. Oh no! Monster! And runs away for a little bit. Alright, <laughs> hold on, hold on. I would like to ask, did, did I, like, overhear anything 
before the commotion? Uh, unfortunately, no. Yeah. You basically overheard Izzy's conversation. More or less anything that you would have overheard would have been the same thing, though. Just, you know, the these people that are come out of the factory, they, they're they just talking, like, you know, anyone that is talking about people with smoky eyes are talking about you want to avoid them by not being alone. Uh, okay, okay. So, so Izzy's going running? Yeah. Izzy, Izzy's okay. bailing on this in order to pres- preserve his cover. Okay. John, John knows basic, um, like, repeated words, so he's just gonna go, Oh, yeah, well, Izzy. 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 Uh, I, I would like to just kind of, uh, hide somewhere else and just blend and just... If the crowds run away, I just don't want to be seen right now. Because technically, okay. I was not with them. <laughs> I don't. I don't know that guy. I'm not with them. That was. That was. Yeah. Don't. Don't know what an easier Nakab is, but uh, dead guy's talking about him. Just a sad music play for John. <laughs> is there any particular place Izzy or Akab are Izzy that you're going to run or Akab that you're going to hide? Nothing so, too particular, just down the street until I get away from the part of the John to double back later. Sorry to derail. <laughs> oh, no worries. I, like, this just makes it more interesting. Um, we're, you said we're in, in a factory, right? Is there anything around us at all? Uh, I mean... The, the broke down shanty town that is Beggar's Alley. Yeah, we're not in the warehouse. We were just passing by it. Wait, the warehouse itself, generally, like it's not so easy to get into the warehouse. There aren't a lot of, there aren't back doors. The windows are all shut and locked tight. They're they're kind of prepared to be in the bad end of town. Not shady at all, actually. <laughs> it's all about location, location, location. Self defense. Self defense. Self-defense. My real question is, are Izzy and Akab together? Or are you separated? Oh no, we've separated. Oh yeah, no, if he's running then I'm like... And he's hiding, there's a, a, no way that we're together. Like, I'm probably just like, leaning somewhere against a wall that has like, something in the way that just barely covers me and just like, nope, I was here the whole time. He's that meme of the guy who's like, deuces and fades out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what it looks like. Alright. Izzy and a cub, I would like you both to roll a d20. Tell me whoever gets higher. I can't believe John's friends have been. 17. I can't believe John can't control his appetite. Well, uh, looks like you got higher. I got 11. Yeah. Like, you guys knew what you were getting into bringing it No, we don't. We don't ever. Literally, <laughs> the last time he went out with you guys, literally tried to eat the evidence. And we you put guys had to plop <laughs> some jerky into existence so that you guys could keep him occupied. First off, that was Decca. Secondly, we put up a sign on John that says, "Did not do that." John, what did that sign on your chest say? <laughs> <laughs> and what did you do? Wait, hold on, hold on. I think I know what the issue was. Is it you put it at an angle that John can't read? <laughs> He's got a really stick, stiff neck, man. Like, <laughs> no, he doesn't. His head likes to roll around. 
Uh, so Izzy got the higher roll. Is that what I heard? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, Izzy, you are running along with the crowd, and the crowd kind of starts to disperse. And you're running along with a couple of people. Since you're trying to maintain an identity and not draw attention to yourself, you go along with them, and you suddenly realize... Uh, his best friend behind? No, that that's not a sudden realization. That was the intention all along. Um, you suddenly realize you are alone. I mean, there are, there are a couple of guys next to you, but you don't know them. Of course I don't know them. I'm new in town. <laughs> but you notice them suddenly stop and turn and face you, and their eyes have begun smoking a black smoke. Uh-oh. Man, what a great house he got here. No. So, <laughs> new in town, I hear. Man, don't you wish you had an intimidating zombie with you? What are you guys doing? Uh, how'd you get to this situation? This situation? Oh, like, what do you mean? We were running away from crazy monster. You know, it's a real dangerous part of town that you found yourself in. The other guy that was with you, you notice him kind of moving to cut off your escape route that you would want to take to get away from this situation. And he says, yeah, person walking around all by the lonesome without any backup could get into some real trouble. This is awkward. Um, so I'm going to spend four plot points to get me the equivalent of a flashbang flare so I can throw straight up. I don't learn. Okay. <laughs> don't learn. <laughs> Sorry, that was so funny. <laughs> Are you using that now? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I've burned my plot points. Look, I need to find a way to get a cop and John Doe's attention from a long distance, and nothing says getting someone's attention like a firework flare going out. A firework will definitely get people's attention. Yep. I would like everyone to please roll initiative. Are they there? Even? Yeah. I'm aware that there are some people who are not present. I would like you to roll initiative anyway. Oh, no. oh my. What do I roll for initiative? Is that a d20? No, you it's roll uh, your alertness plus your agility. That's a d12 for me. That should be two dice. Oh. Fine. Uh... Alertness and your agility, not one or the other. You roll both. Oh, I was adding them together. So, because I have a d6 and a d6, so I was just making it a d12. No, <laughs> do not roll a d12. You roll 2d6. I did it. <laughs> I got a 4. I got a 7. I got a 12. I'm easy or not, so I got a 12. That's exactly what I... I'm uh, not Izzy Alonso. <laughs> I'm this other guy. Uh, Bill. He knew in town. <laughs> I wrote this awkwardly. Apparently, chance. All right. So, Izzy, you managed to get your flare up. Go ahead and place yourself in the crudely drawn alleyway here. Let's say about here-ish. I don't know if it matters. Uh, it, matters. it matters a little bit. Hmm? They're going to cut off your escape route. They've already cut off my escape route. They're going to prevent us from getting to you. I don't know. I can't read Rob's mind. Look... A cop's the best, best fighter we've got, and you can t and John can take like sixteen punches to the face. Right Izzy. now, he's, cho he's choosing between offense and defense. Right now, yeah, 
Izzy's not the fighter of the team. Is Izzy's the problem. <laughs> Izzy's the problem starter. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. I meant Izzy's in a problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, right the first time. Not oh, Izzy is the problem. Por qué no los dos? Um, ah. I'm gonna go ahead and give everyone a plot point for finding the smoky-eyed bandits here. Um, and I'm gonna go ahead and give Izzy two additional plot points for getting himself in trouble. <laughs> Look, I might have gotten Izzy in trouble, but I will say, I found the guy. <laughs> eh? Eh? Can't, can't deny it. <laughs> Izzy, you are free to move first. You have, I'm gonna go ahead and say you've already thrown your firework. Um, I will note, if you are planning on running, it seems very clear that they'll try and stop you if you try. There's just these two that I have to get past, right? Just the two, yeah. Okay. What, what do they look like? Are they, like, big? Little. Not, they're not, like, excessively big. They're, they're larger than average, but not, like, bodybuilders. Alrighty. Uh, are they one of them is John? A, no. A little one of them uh, is a human, and the other is an elf. Both males. Okay. Uh, so, Izzy, what are you doing? I will go to about you know, That's as far as I can go with 15 feet. And for okay. my tradition, throw a knife at a guy. Like that guy. Okay, so the gentleman who's blocking your path from escaping out of the alley. Yeah. Yep. Okay. You have to beat a 16. This is seriously oh cheese crackers. Well, I gotta still make that roll, but it ain't good. Nine. Nine is not enough to beat a sixteen. In fact, it's enough to give him an extra success on his defense. I really hate this. You throw the knife at him, and he grabs it mid-air. He says, pretty good, but let me show you how it's done. And he chucks it back at you. And I dodge away from this mess? You can try. Uh, he only rolled a 9 for his attack. You know, just in case, I'm going to play a couple of plot points for an extra roll. Okay. 2. That should get me somewhere. That'll get you a d4. d4. That's not gonna... It's still not gonna get you... Oh, well, I guess you're just trying to dodge the knife, right? Sorry, yeah. probably we're still in the throwing phase. No, that, that phase happened. Yeah. Oh, damn you! My dice fell on top of the other dice and then became a one. Wah, wah. Seven it is! Okay, so that's gonna be two points of basic damage and then two points of wound damage. <laughs> Why did I have such good knives? Well, I mean... <laughs> A D2 is a pretty standard knife. I says what I says. I need a piece of paper to write this down. A cob. Yes? While you're leaning against a wall in the shadows, trying to be nonchalant and non-noticeable after the crowd has dispersed, you hear a loud bang and you see a flashing light in the sky. Not too far from where you're at. We're talking... Four, maybe five blocks. Alright. Well, 
I believe when that fires off, I'm coming over and everything just clicking immediately. It's like, you know, that looks like something Izzy would probably do. And Izzy would only fire something that huge and obvious if he really, really needed our attention. <laughs> Giant explosion because he's in trouble? That's Izzy. <laughs> when you see a big boom, it's Izzy. When explosives are around, that is Izzy. Showing okay. off for so, the town, that is Izzy. I'm oh. such a go want like to go into a whole dead sprint right towards where the explosion is. That's probably wise. Mm-hmm. Getting there is going to be a complex action. Oh. Essentially, if this isn't something you can do in a single turn, traveling this distance. What I'm gonna have you be doing is rolling strength plus athletics running to get to close the gap. And what's, what's going to happen is you're, every turn, you're going to add up a total. So like you roll your sprint this turn, and then you roll your sprint next turn, and that gets added on. You roll your sprint next turn, and that gets added on. When you get a total of 95, let me know. <laughs> oh, good lord. <laughs> Have fun, Izzy! I need to figure out a different way to get these tech words on the oh. board. So, okay. Would I be able to spend a plot point to use my parkour and world as my gym to just, like, essentially Assassin's Creed through the entire city? You know what? Yeah, you don't travel down the road. No, that's for chumps. You travel through windows and over rooftops. That's how you get around the city. So, yes, you may use your parkour and world as my gym traits. Yay! How many plot points is that worth? Oh, you or, don't even or, have to spend a plot point. That's oh, just that's a natural better. part of what your character can do. Alright, and uh, what was the other one I was able to use? Uh, strength plus parkour plus world is my gym. Damn, why, why couldn't it be agility? It's because you wanted to do a hard sprint. It's all muscle. No, that, I, I can agree with that one. Okay, starting off with 12. Okay. 12's not a fantastic uh, start. But go ahead and write that down somewhere. John. Yes. <laughs> oh, actually, it's not your turn yet. Never mind. I'll wait. <laughs> Ignore my hey, please. Uh, Yizzy. Yes. That guy that you threw a knife at, uh-huh. he didn't like that. Really? Because he didn't get a whole lot out of it. <laughs> you know, it's the principle of the thing. Uh, and you see him dart towards you and do a palm strike into your chest. Oh, man. Easy, get out His of attack roll is only a five. Easy, get out of the effing way on this, buddy. There. It's six. You manage to sidestep out of the way, and you can move yourself five feet in any direction that is not out of the alley, if you'd like. Otherwise... His friend runs up to you. Oh, man. And he's going to attempt to grab you. Oh, heck. And he rolled a 16 on his grapple check. Oh, heck. I guess I'm going to have to do... Do I do unarmed to break myself away, or do I do athletics to break myself away? I would allow you to use either. It's the same number. Guess the next question is strength or agility? It's probably strength, isn't it? You could use agility because you're trying to avoid getting grabbed. 
Yay! See, Izzy has blown all plot points. Bet he's really wishing he had some friends who could give some plot points right about now. <laughs> and how, how Izzy. I'm just trying to think of how creative I can get with this. Actually, actually, uh... Wait, in that case, can I re-roll my... If I burn him right now, can I re-roll my, my plot point roll? Yeah, I don't see why not. Cool. That means now it's up to three plot points. That's a six and a seven. That's eleven. Hey, that's not wrong. Hey, that's bad math. Six and a seven. That's thirteen. Thirteen. Still doesn't beat a sixteen. It does not. <laughs> so this is going well. Uh, so Izzy, you have officially been grabbed by the guy behind you. Uh, who is now holding you down. You will not be able to use dodge. You only have innate defense as long as you are grabbed. Great. I can't charm my way out of this mess, can I? (laughs) I mean, I never said you couldn't. John! What's up? Your snack has left the area. Your friend has also left the area. Friends. (laughs) Your friends, plural have abandoned you in the shady part of town, and you hear an explosion and see a bright light coming from a few blocks away. What do you do? Well, he does remember that there was a a flashbang that Izzy set off before, and it hurt really bad. So he is going to walk the opposite direction. (laughs) Hold it. It hurt. His it hurt. It was loud and scary, and it made it hit the floor for like two minutes straight. Although Rob, I did send you a message, so I might have to retcon that. Can you check really quick and just let me know what you think? Oh, sorry, I didn't. Uh, no, I well, also you're GMing, so I I figured I would wait, but now I'm like, hmm. But Liz, what if I spend a plot point for some pocky jerky that you smell, and you remember? Oh wait. That's food that they'll let me eat. No, no, no. John made his best. Hang on. Does his appetite outweigh his fear? Okay. Uh, slight retcon. Um, John remembers that Izzy, uh, that the big, loud explosion that left him stunned on the ground <laughs> for two minutes was Izzy. And he's gonna head towards him. Okay, John, you are slightly closer, which means you only have to make a complex action of 75 to get to the scene. Okay, so I have. I mean, my agility is a d6. So. But well, you it's your strength, strength you'll be using it well. Oh, it's still a d6 for my strength. Okay. Um, I have uh, a d4 in athletics. That is depressingly low. Yes. <laughs> Can I use athletics, or is athletics used for other things? No, athletics is what you would be using to run. Okay, so would I do strength and athletics? Strength and athletics, yes. Okay. I have a thousand questions all the time. Athletics at a D4, and strength at a D6. Six. Okay, uh, go ahead and write that down. Let me know when you hit 75. Izzy, I think you might be uh, <laughs> might be a while before help gets to you. Might be some trouble here. I hope you're really great at scrolling your way out of something. Well, let's see here. I wish I had a couple of extra plot points right now. 
Man, I do kind of wish that I... <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I have uh, reasons for what I'm doing with John. But so, sorry, I just thought it would be funnier for him to walk away. Okay. So, Rob. Um, as we know, Izzy has a tendency to keep explosive devices on him. That has been established, yes. So, may I spend these two plot points to get another explosive device and use my thieving skill to slide it, it to pocket it into the other guy's pocket. What kind of explosive device are we talking about here? It's gotta make a loud, uh, a loud boom. So basically another flashbang? Basically, yeah. Uh, but not as big. You're gonna flashbang his ass. Yep. He's got flash in his pants. By the time I'm done with this. It's yeah. not a, it's not a big boom, but you're still standing right next to it. I, uh... But if this stalls long enough, this might help, Phil. Mm -hmm. When your pants explodes, let me tell you, that's an awkward situation. So this is more like cherry bomb, unless like flashbang, is that what you're saying? True, but I have the skill to put it in his pants. Yes. Okay. Yeah, go ahead and roll... We'll say agility and then covert pickpocket. And my thieving uh, skill. You're going to get a four-step penalty because you're currently being grappled. Okie dokie. Oof. So it'll be my agility and my thieving trait because it's pickpocketing. Seven is the number that you've got to beat. All right. And then I still have a four-step penalty, you say, to my skill? Fourth step penalty to your skill, yes. Alright, that completely removes my covert skill. So yeah, I rolled a 15. Okay, that is enough for an extra success. Yay! So, not only do you manage to plant this cherry bomb into his pocket, you also pull out a business card. And when, you're not, when your life isn't in imminent danger, you can take a look at it, but uh, for now, just remember that you've got a business card on hand. One business card. Thank you, Fallout, for once again teaching me something uh, unnecessary skill, like putting explosives in people's pants. Do they call that the Shady Sand Shuffle? Uh-huh. That's Shady Sand Shuffle. Shady Sand Shuffle, yes. Say it three times fast. Shady Sand Shuffle. Shady Sand Shuffle. Shady Sand Shuffle. Shady Shane Shuffle. So, Connery Shuffle. You plant this cherry bomb into his pocket, and it goes off. And it doesn't hurt anybody. I mean, I'll say he will probably take a couple points of damage, but nothing significant. But it definitely alarms him. And the guy that's grabbing you lets go. Um, leaving this alley is still not an option, is it? You can still try and leave. They will try and stop you if you do. That's... But you're not currently being grappled, and the guy blocking your way is currently distracted by an explosion in his pants. Alright. <laughs> About here is, I think, as far as I can get. Okay. This is like, five, ten feet away. I swear, any more of these, I'm going to have to start getting a skill in explosives. He, as you attempt to run past, he tries to make a grab for you. He rolls a seven to try and grab you. Gotta dodge out of that grabbing ways. And you can use actual dodge now since you're not being grappled. Real people's dodges. Yay! Day 8! It's higher than 7! <laughs> Yay! You have officially moved past them. 
Yay! A cop! I just think it's great. All of a sudden, alright, we'll just take care of this guy. Yeah. Bam! Someone's pants is gone. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting a little closer. What's your total at now? 28. Okay. I have to get to 75, right? <laughs> 75, yes. Izzy, the guy behind you tries to sweep the leg. No. We had a deal. You did? Yeah, the deal is I get to leave now and you don't stop asking questions. <laughs> he rolls a 14 as he's trying to sweep your leg. Oh boy. Whatever your defensive roll is, add four to it since he's targeting a limb. Okay. Gotcha. Now the, hmm? now the real question, are you a Johnny or are you a Danny? 11. 11 does not beat a 14. Nope. Why, Dice? Why? <laughs> you take three points of basic damage and you find yourself on the floor. Roll away. The other guy... He jumps up to you and attempts to, uh, I'm not certain what the maneuver is called, but it, when it's like, it's like a shoulder slam, but you're using your leg instead. Okay, I gotcha. Slamming him with my leg. Basically jumping up, trying to slam down, slam his leg down on top of him. Since you're on the ground, you'll only have innate defense. I don't have any real defense to work with this one. Oh, looks like it looks like Izzy's about to take this double team leg drop. Leg drop, yes, that's what it is. Thank you. Uh, six is the number that you got to beat. Innate defense. So that's just my agility, right? Just your agility. And I played a plot point, so at least a D two. Oh, come on! Izzy's a little bird his head. Oh my! All right. No, I got a four. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll blue pot points and everything for that. Two points of basic damage. John, you're up. Ooh, okay, let me roll my d6. And I'm realizing D that uh, the difficulty I gave you guys might have been a little over the top, so... Uh, John, I'm gonna go ahead and drop your difficulty down to a 55, and a cop, I'm gonna drop yours down to 75. Okay, I'm at a 10 now. It's, it's, it's still not that looking that great for you, is he? Oh, good lord, no. <laughs> but, Izzy, it is your turn. Alright. I need to get away from all this. I mean, I guess I could try to fight back. That's new for me. You could. I'd have to get up, don't I? Yes. Alright, so if I get up off the floor, can I still attack? Yes. Cool. Cool. You just won't be able to move. Well, looks like I'm going to get all Punchy McGee and punch one of these guys. Okay. It's not great. But surprisingly, punching them is way better than hitting, trying to hit them with a sword. So, strength. 15 is the defense you'll need to beat. Can't do that. That's out the question. 7. I rolled a 7. Who gets their 15? Yeah, Izzy's not punching nobody. A cop. <laughs> oh. All right. Just keep running. Just keep running. Just keep running. 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 Oops, tripped a little bit. Now my total's at 33. Hooray. Hooray, indeed. Is he one of the gentlemen is going to attempt to grapple you again, and he just rolled a 13. Come on, baby. 10. Damn it. He grabs you and pushes you against the wall, while his friend comes up from the side and rolls to hit you in the gut. He rolled an 8. 
since you are grabbed, you only have innate defense. Not my chest. I got a four. Go ahead and take four points of basic damage. Alright, that puts my stun at, at seven and my wound damage at eight. I believe they have collided to each other. What's what's your total hit points? Fourteen. Yes, I believe they had. Izzy, I would like you to make a I believe it's willpower and vitality. Oh man. To stay conscious. Willpower and vitality. That's a ten I roll. Okay, a ten will be a seven, which is the uh, challenge for this round. Next round, it's going to be harder. Oh, man. Oh, no. John, you're up. <laughs> hey, how about those guys with, like, 20 plot uh, uh, points? How about spend some of them? I'm trying to think of a good way to go about it, okay? Uh, I think I might have something, though. It's called hustling. <laughs> I'm at 13. I'm just gonna magic some roller skates into existence <laughs> for John. He's <laughs> to up his uh, John's agility. <laughs> oh, Leo lost his shit so hard. I can hear him from across the house. <laughs> I mean, are you spending plot points on roller skates? I'm, I'm genuinely curious now. <laughs> you know, I don't, why the heck not? What would I need for roller skates? <laughs> you spent the amount of plot points that you think is appropriate for that. And I'll tell you what you get as a result. Okay. Um, how about... Rocket-powered roller skates. Go wily e. Coyote on this. <laughs> Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. In the hopes that I can also get into that alleyway and maybe knock a few of them over. Okay. John? Uh huh. Someone in a carriage that is definitely too nice for this area. Oh my god. Like, rolls up beside you and goes, Hey there, sexy. Need a lift? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm taking that as a yes. And they let you ride alongside them. <laughs> uh, you can go ahead and roll. Spenton. Go ahead and add a d12 plus a d8 to whatever you're rolling to catch up now. And we'll just go ahead and let you keep that until you get there. <laughs> a d10 and a d8? Yep. Okay, so I already rolled my d4 and d6 and got a 3, so just roll the 10 and 8. Oh, I thought it said d12. Of that, yes. Is it d12 or d10? Are you kidding me? Oh, was it a d12 or a d10? A d12 and a d8 is what you're rolling on top of. Whatever oh, okay, so yeah, I did the 10 and the 8. I got a 16. <laughs> so 16 plus 10, I'm at 26. Okay. Dude, I rolled a 1 on one of my dice. <laughs> Looks like um, we're taking the slow road that we're <laughs> <laughs> It's a leisurely. Man, I blew 10 plot points, but you know what? It's worth it. <laughs> uh, Izzy, mm -hmm. you are up. Alright, Izzy, time to squirm. Right. You, uh, you really felt that last hit in your gut. You don't think you've got long to stand. Oh, that's that's a fact. But there's nothing much I can do until I get myself out of this grapple. Okay. So, let's see here. That's a strength and unarmed, right? 
Yes. You could also use agility and unarmed if you prefer. Oh, I do prefer. Four is what you're going to have to beat. Six. Okay, you have managed to escape the grapple. Okay, I'm out of the grapple. I just want to get out of here now. Okay. But if I leave, I'm going to be at an attack of opportunity pretty easily right here. They actually don't do attacks of opportunity in Cortex. Oh, then I could just leave. Yeah, the, the only reason you're that I'm stopping you as you're leaving is because they're very specifically targeting you to prevent you from leaving. Otherwise, that's not a thing that would normally happen. Right, I'm going there. So you're heading deeper into the alley. I can't go out. Wait. Hey, diagonals are a thing. I'm dumb. Diagonals are a thing, yes. Okay. Okay, I'm good. Uh, he is going to attempt to grab you as you move past with a 7. 12! Finally! Things are starting to come up. Things are coming up, Izzy. I'd like you to go ahead and make that willpower of vitality roll again. Alright. Willpower, vitality. Now your difficulty 14. is 11. Alright. Still, still standing. Izzy is a trooper. <laughs> Yay. Ah, uh, Cobb, you're up. Okay. I'd like to spend a plot point to just happen to have emergency blood vials on me. And at this point, I'm, it's just... I'm just gonna try to sprint down there as full Jaguar form. Okay. Well, not one form. I meant. You know how sometimes you see uh, people in Marathon as they're running past and, like, you know, they'll grab that cup of water and just, like, chuck it real quick as they're, as they're still running? Yeah, like that, but with blood. Yeah. And... That's not it. You, you start to get bigger. Your muscles increase in size, your fangs grow out, your claws grow out, your fur grows out, and you let out a just a little bit of a growl as you start running on all fours. Sounds like a cob mopadopid. Sounds like a cob has higher dice to work with. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I know I got the D10 for novel and parkour. It's, it's still strength, though, right? It is still strength. 50. <laughs> oh, yay! I'm, I'm at 48 now. So okay. Close. Get closer. Is he? Yes. If you're paying attention, they seem a little bit more hesitant to pursue you now that you've left the alley. You're no longer alone. There are people around, like within eyesight, that can see you, but they're not really... They don't look like they're going to help you. But they are watching, and these guys seem less ecstatic about doing this with witnesses. But they do still walk up to you and and make an attack. But not with as much feeling as before. Uh, yeah, pretty much. They rolled a ten. Man. So I gotta dodge twice, at least, right? We'll have to dodge twice, yes. Cool. Bop, bop. Nope, that's a dying for Leo. Get okay. Izzy's taking that hit. What the Another other point of base damage. Cool, cool. And a 14 for the next one. That's an 11. Not great. That's three. Okay. Three more points Ooh. of basic damage. I'd like you to, since you just took a hit, go ahead and roll that willpower vitality one more time. Difficulty is now 15. Ooh, nearly. I don't know. I can hit that. Let's see here. D8. 
Nope, that's a nine. Can't hit that. So they walk up to you, and you suddenly feel that hit in the back of your head, and you go down. Oh, yeah. You don't hear it from them, but you are suddenly reminded of something, and you suddenly hear a voice in your head that says, Nice work, Olivia. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, my God. They're working with I don't know that for a fact. I'm just <laughs> a cop. Oh no, that was their turn. John. Yay, John's turn. Am I back to just rolling my basic four and no. six? You're hitching a ride. You can keep on rolling <laughs> that D12 plus D8 all the way to Izzy's location. All right. Four, six, eight, ten. 13 plus 26, that's a 39. 39. Okay. Yay! <laughs> um, Izzy's down a cob. Okay, so who's closer to Izzy at this point? Is it me or is it John? Uh, what's 55 minus 39? That's 16. So John is 16 away. Are need to hit 75. You're currently at 48, and you're 27 away. So John's currently closer. Okay. Does John go past me at all? Like, do I see him just? No, because John is hitching a ride on the streets. You are traveling via rooftops. Uh, okay. Just double checking that bed. If you're paying attention to the streets, which I don't think would be too unreasonable, you probably would see a carriage that looks kind of out of place for this area. Just hauling butt. Okay, I would like to be... to jump off from my parkourness and hitch a ride with John, because I'm just looking down, just like, that thing shouldn't be here. Well, that's my homeboy. Oh, snap! Now I'm your homeboy. (laughs) I wasn't with you when any of that happened. Straight up left him behind. You were like, oh, I'm gonna not go to my friend. You mean save Izzy with the, the huge explosions? Listen, you call it what you want. I'll say that yes, you can go ahead and hitch a ride, but you will need to make a parkour roll, and this isn't one that you get to add on. This is one that you have to make to stick the landing on a moving vehicle. Oh, really? Difficulty is going to be, I'm going to say 15. Right, no. <laughs> is this a horse-drawn carriage? It is a horse-drawn carriage, yes. Speed down the freeway. Okay, and um, for this one, so what, what am I rolling for this one? Because I know uh, it's parkour. Parkour roll to land on top of a moving target. So whatever you'd roll for parkour. Okay. Uh, that's agility. That is agility with it, correct? Yeah, I would say that's agility. Okay. Oh, I think. Oh, I did. Ooh, this is actually pretty good odds. And you know what? Um, just enough plot points to stick the landing. <laughs> I rolled a 10. That's embarrassingly small. Yeah. Honestly, even I'm pretty disappointed by that. But uh, um, here's, here's the rest of my plot points, though. Hang on. You rolled two d10s and a d4? Oh, shoot. No, that was supposed to be a d8. Yeah, so you should be rolling a d8, a d10, and a d10. So I got a 17. I'll be keeping these plot points. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay. Thank you. All right. Yes, you managed to stick the landing. I'll go ahead and let you roll 
that d12 plus d8 on top of your regular roll to close the distance. So that brings me all the way up to 67 now. Okay. They're within sight now. You can see Izzy on the ground, and two guys with smoky eyes are kneeling down and checking on him, we'll say. Checking on him. Definitely not mugging him. Just observing to see if he's okay. As good citizens. Ah, uh, the citizen cause of and solution to my problems. Izzy, I would like you to make... I don't even know if I'm conscious enough for it. You're not. This this is this is a roll to see how well you hit your money on your person. Alright. I'm gonna say intelligence, covert, and you can use streetwise or pickpocket and add your gentleman thief on top of that. Six is what you have to beat. Sixteen is what I roll. Yeah, they don't, they don't find your money. They don't find the uh, business card that you nicked from them. They don't find your police badge. They don't find anything of interest on you at all. Who comes... Not even the bottle of booze I came into this alley with. <laughs> and they see a horse-drawn carriage just screaming down the street with a freaking jaguar monster riding on top of it. And they go, nope, not today. Uh, I would like to add that including John, we probably look like the greatest D&D Mad Max right now. <laughs> Excellent. John's like, what's bad? Aw, I... oh, man, I wish Bilbo Fish was here. He's like, I love that movie. <laughs> and given just sort of the nature of how your rolls are going, I'm just going to go ahead and say you guys get there this turn. And I'm Yay. just going to ask, do you want to pursue them down the street? Or down the alleyway? Ooh. At this point, I'm pretty committed. I, I do want to note, Izzy is down on the ground and not moving. Hmm. Um... John will most likely not be able to go after them anyway, because he just he's a shambler. Um, so he'll stay with Izzy, although he doesn't know first aid. <laughs> John knows a couple of things. He doesn't know how to heal your wounds. He only knows how to give you peace. <laughs> a cop, are you going to be oh. following the criminals down the alleyway? At this point, I am chasing him down the alleyway. Okay. Go ahead and pop yourself on the map uh, on the right side, please. Okay. On the map, when you sprint, that means that you used all of your actions to just for movement. So you don't get to attack and you don't get to defend. But you get to move 45 feet. Actually, for you, you get to move if you're using your parkour. You know it. You get to move 75 feet. Plus whatever you roll for agility parkour. Yo, you could totally catch up with that. Ooh, okay, let me keep track of this. Okay, so agility parkour not well. If you just want to run, which would uh, still leave with you, you with a defense, you get to move 50 feet. How far away are they from me? So currently... They are 75 feet away from you pretty much exactly. 
Okay, so uh, for this one, I'm gonna roll everything. Okay. Okay, so agility, novel, parkour. Uh, am I missing anything? Nope. Alright, 15. Okay, so you can move a total of 90 feet. Oh boy. Huh. That means I can probably jump over and stop in front of them, can I? You could, yes. How far can I go in front of them? Uh, let's see here. You're 90 feet, so that's 50 feet to get there. And then 40 feet to get there. You can move to this position about 10 feet in front of them. Word. So, a cop made full of rage and bored for his friend, but also trying to get forgiveness and power of friendship with John shall come forth. Full spirit and be like, no, no, these guys are not, are not the good ones. Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> and so the moment I see Izzy juke down to the alleyway, start bouncing back and forth from the walls like a deranged, like, bouncy ball, and then just landing in front of just both of them and go into a full standing straight up. Okay. Uh, um... <laughs> They were not expecting that. Neither was I. <laughs> but they don't look like they're going to back down. They decide to both charge at you. And they come swinging. The first one tries a palm strike at you and he rolls a 10. Okay. Remember, you since you sprinted, you don't have defensive rolls this turn. That means you only have your innate defense. Just agility and nothing else question. His novel, because he's in that form, does that count as his part of his innate defense? Hmm. I am a much larger size right now. That just makes you easier to hit. Yeah. But it also makes me harder to take down. Well, it, it gives you a bonus to all... Because to, if I'm reading this right, he ha his innate defense currently is a D8 and a D10 because it's a added die to all of his physical rules. I'm going to say no. The bonus that you're getting from being in your Nogwall stat is that your agility is moving up a step. So, yeah. no, you can't use your Nogwall trait as part of your innate defense. Yeah, so you're rolling okay. a D8. A D10, because in oh. Nogwall form, agility goes up a step. Yeah, so you're rolling a D10. Oh, right. Is that, or wait, is that how your Nogwall works? Like, maybe I'm reading that wrong has a larger size that adds another dice to stats. Um... Okay, I think I guess I misunderstood. I thought your your stats were going up a step. Then, yeah, I'll go ahead and say that Nawal does count for innate defense. So you would roll a d8 and a d10. Which Yay. is way better than my innate defense of a d6. Because <laughs> I mean, like, I'm like, if I'm gonna be a gigantic thing anyways, oh... Boy, that did not turn out well. Oh, it's just crap! Just crap! Jeez. I mean, tonight's going great. <laughs> oh man! Right, so a cob, uh, you take three points of basic damage. Basic is split between stun and wound, and it favors stun. So that's two points of stun damage and one point of wound damage. The second one makes a strike at you, and he rolls a 12. 
Oh my god. <laughs> I roll a 10. Okay. Take two points of basic damage. That's one wound, one stun. And you see, as they're swinging at you, they're also trying to move past you. Jean, go ahead and place yourself on the right side of the map. John was by Izzy. John can get to Izzy on his turn, which is now. Now it's your turn. All right. But you well, start at the right side of the map. Like way over here? Yes. I can't get to Izzy on my turn. How I far mean, can I move? You have 15 feet of movement. If That's you run, five. if you use your action to run, you get 30 feet of movement. Can John run? <laughs> yeah. Well, let's say he Zombies can. Zombies run. Haven't you ever played Left 4 Dead? Oh, true. That's true. He doesn't have to be a shambler all the time. All right, uh, so... If you sprint, which means you give up your defensive action, you can move 45 feet plus whatever you roll for um, strength and athletics running. Okay, hang on. So... 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45. Okay, 45 feet will get me within, or will get me one square away. Like, there'll be one square between us. So I'll just sprint. Okay. And just give up everything else. I'll, I'll just be right here. Okay. What else is John doing besides checking on his dear friend? Uh, nothing is what he's doing because sprinting takes all of your actions. His dear friend, I said. A cob, you're up. So, the one to my right, I want to try to attack him, but I want to try to attack him in a way that pushes him more towards the other end while the other guy is running away. The only way I can see that happening is if you grab him and move him. Alright, well in that case, I just try to, um, essentially just, I just try to uh, basically just a basic attack him and take him down. Okay. He's got an 11 for- And mine would be... Uh, while well, animal fighting plus novel plus strength, correct? Correct. What was it trying to beat again? Eleven. There goes two plot points. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, what is up with these rolls tonight? <laughs> Having a rough time of it, I see. Um, <laughs> were you using your claws? Yes, I am. So I believe those had some sort of... Trapnel damage? Yes. I think they don't actually add any damage, but they do cause the shrapnel condition. Uh, I think that's what we decided yep. on, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You only deal a single point of damage to this guy, which, you know, isn't a lot, but he immediately starts bleeding. Oh. Sir. Oh. Hide your, hide your fragility better. <laughs> should have been wearing his red shirt. Uh, they d- he definitely does not appreciate that, and uh, he goes for... He goes to kick you, and he rolls an 8. Uh, what I roll for? Okay, so... Oh. For defense, it would be... Um, generally, it's going to be agility plus athletics dodge. You could be using your unarmed to block the attack instead, in which case it would be strength unarmed whatever you're wild fighting, I guess. You might want to block it, because remember, you're wearing plate armor, unlike the rest of us, so your dodge is down. No, I'm I'm not in this one, because I changed it to my not works up, because we're trying to blend in. 
armor is, is has police logos on it, so if he's going undercover, he's not wearing it. Oh, okay then, never mind. This is all pure Akab on this one. All natural. So you said it was a dodge block, and what else? So you could use agility, athletics dodge, or you could use strength, unarmed, and your your wild fighting specialty. Those are those are the two standard defenses you can use against melee attacks. Okay. Unless you can convince me of some other role that you can use to defend yourself. No, no, that's what I think my... I think blocking with the unarmed strength and wild animal, you said? Yes. Alright, then we got the tempo knob also. It's 4, 10, 6, 10. That's more like it. 16. 16's enough for an extra success, so not only do you block it, you can get a free attack if you like. Oh, I do like. Uh, his defense against your free attack is going to be a 9. I also got a 9. Ties go to the defender. And he's already bleeding. You can't double shrapnel him. I mean, you could, but it doesn't do anything. He'll bleed faster. But uh, after swinging at you, he moves down the alleyway a little bit further. His buddy, he takes a swipe at you and gets a 10 for his attack. Okay, I'm going to try to lock this one as well. Okay, so one more time. Um, strength, strength unarmed, unarmed, wild fighting, and you're not wall. Okay. I'll get better than I swear. Okay. Better. I also Here? don't fully remember stuff. <laughs> We're all in this together. Got 13. Okay, that is enough to block the attack. After he takes his swing at you, he also starts running further down the alleyway. John, you were up. Oh, man. Okay, well, I guess I'll go... Shoot, I didn't actually check on Izzy. Is Izzy conscious, doing anything? He is decidedly not doing anything. He's just lying still on the ground. Hmm. God, this is a great, um, great question. Let's see. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 40, 45. I can sprint and get way up there and be close to Cobb. Hey, Cobb, do you need help? Well, I'm also wondering for you if them bleeding is stirring your hunger a bit. Oh, that's One true. of them is bleeding, yes. Which one? Is it the one on the left or the right? It's the one on the right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I We're going to go ahead and mark him for you. Um, mark him in red. <laughs> for blood, you see. Nailed <laughs> um, That's going to spur on some he dead senses. <laughs> so, oh man, I am going to have to adjust something on my sheet. Okay, uh, anyway. <laughs> thank you for the blood droplets. Uh, he's full tilt. Well, no, you're right. Okay, full tilt gonna run it towards that guy. So, 5, okay. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45 feet! Go ahead and roll strength athletics running. Ranks. Oh, I have a D4 in athletics. I don't have running. Okay, so that is a D6 and a D4. Oh. Eight. Oh. Okay, you can move an additional eight feet. Yes. There. <laughs> uh, wait, I guess it'd be closer to like that. 
Yes. Yes. Akab, you are up. Izzy, your friends have abandoned you lying on the ground in the middle of the street. That's if okay. If you're conscious, you might be offended. Nah, that's okay. Most of the blood bleeding I'm doing is internal. If it's if it's internal bleeding, is it really bleeding? That's where the blood is supposed to be. <laughs> Alright, that's what cop you up there. Well, and my efforts, I would like to honestly uh, jump off and pounce Mr. Leader to the right, right here. Okay. Go ahead and give me a pounce roll. We can call him Super Bleeder. <laughs> Let's see. Ten is his defense. And they're rolling tens a lot. They called him Super Bleeder. So that, that's to be strength, correct? Uh, yes. I should wear a shirt that says Super Bleeder. <laughs> oh boy. Fifteen. Okay, that's enough to deal some damage. Five points of damage to him. And since he's shrapneled, that gives him an additional point of damage. He's still standing, but he's definitely looking a little woozy. So, then wouldn't I be, um, like, on the same square as him right now at this point? Yeah. Okay, so, Pounce, woozy, um, anything else you need to know about him? No, not really. One thing you are noticing real quick is there is no honor among thieves, because his buddy decides, nope, not dealing with that today, and full sprints out of the alley. Because we're real friends. You also didn't stick around for your buddy lying on the ground, so... But I did give a reason for my buddy to come hang out with me. <laughs> sure. The bleeder, though, he he's looking to fight back. He doesn't think he can keep running with that injury, so he takes a swipe at you, a cob for eight. Okay, so... Uh... Shall block this one as well. And I got a 14. Okay. Uh, you managed to block him just fine. John, you're up. Okay. That guy is bleeding. John is going to move forward the rest of the way, and we are going to unarmed combat brawling bite for stun damage. So we're gonna move up the last, like, seven feet to get to that guy. I do want to let you know a bite is not going to deal stun damage. That is going to deal some wounds damage. Actually, okay. basic damage in this case, but... I had it... I have it listed here that it says brawling bite and then stun damage. Or is that just like brawling does stun damage and the bite is different? I don't know why you have that written down. Uh, bites oh. will definitely not do stun damage. <laughs> Let's get that out of there. Okay, so then, is that a strength? So, so, like, normally your unarmed attacks do stun damage. That's probably why you wrote that down. Oh. If you're biting him specifically, though, that is going to deal basic damage. Okay. So, is that... So, would brawling just be different? Brawling is just the specialty of unarmed combat. It means you're really good at fighting, but you don't have, like, a recognized fighting style. Okay. Like karate or judo or whatever. So... You just are, you are good at street fights. He is gonna grapple the dude. As best, like, he's just gonna grab on and try to bite him. Okay. And do um, I roll... 
Since you're attempting to grab on top of doing damage, I'm going to give him some extra defense. You'll have to beat a nine. Okay, and so that is... So, do I do do strength and stuff, or is it just my It is strength plus unarmed brawling. I swear to God, if I botch this roll, I'm so good. This is like John's time to shine. Alright, a d12 plus a d4 plus a d6. Got a 17. Okay, that is definitely enough to grab him and do some damage. So that's first off, that 17 minus 9 is 8 points of damage. And it is also an extra success. You've already done enough damage to take him out, so I genuinely don't know what to give you on top of for an extra success. His hand popped off. (laughs) Sure. Yeah, you bit his hand off. Can John just keep it and eat it? Yes. You were specifically told by Raggard not to eat the limbs of the criminals you bring in. That said, you have free will. It is up to you. No, no. John... John will listen to the boss. He won't eat it. But now John has evidence. Caught red-handed. And he won't... (laughs) Alright, that was cute. Uh, And he he won't eat it. He'll he'll just hold on to it like like a prize. It's his treasure. A cob? He said, I did this. The, the other guy is still in sight, but he's off the map. You can pursue if you'd like, and we'd go into a chase scene. Or you can stick with the bleeding buddy here and also attend to your fallen comrade down in the street. Your choice. Choose wisely. I mean, I'm really want... I mean, I really, really want to check on Izzy. This guy's taking care of and... At this point, I'm just, I just got Kira's mummies to chasing. So, a chasing is actually a very specific challenge that, that we would be doing that has its own rules that I will really only bother to get into if you decide to chase. Alright, um, is the guy that we have still cautious? No. Actually, I should probably, well, no. I mean, he, he might be conscious now, he won't be for long, and during the time that he is conscious, he is screaming. Oh, I bet his hand off. Yeah, most people <laughs> don't react well to that. I was like, what's this guy do? Oh. <laughs> well, so much for, uh... I want to try to get some answers out of them. Sorry. No, it's okay. I mean, not, not really, but, you know. Seems uh, like uh, a nice uh, thing to say. I mean, in, in all fairness, I did send you the invite, so... <laughs> Thanks for coming. No problem. I like that your idea of sending John an invite is to make someone bleed. It gets him over, doesn't it? It's true. This is just how well I know my friend. Anywho, um, I think I'll save this chase scene for another day. Okay, no chase scenes today. The fight is over for surviving. Uh, Everybody is going to get three plot points. Yay! Hooray! Even Izzy, for, you know, certain definitions of surviving. Yay! (laughs) Team friendship. Certain definitions. Ooh. (laughs) So, actually, at this point, I would like to think that my guy's finally going through his cooldown. Which I would like to note that when he comes back from Jekyll 4, he does come up as a little drunk. 
He sure does. Uh, for the remainder of the scene, for whatever you're trying to do, probably for the remainder of next scene too, I'm going to be using uh, your Nawal against you. But in exchange, you get three plot points. Ooh. Three more plot points? Yes, because uh, Nawal is a D10, I believe. Yep. Yes. Just some nice looking plot points. Alright, so fight's over. Akab is woozy. Hey, John, we did it, buddy! Say it. Oh, buddy, did it! I know, I, I listen, I'm. <clears throat> Sorry, you don't know where some of these things have been. Um, we should check if Izzy's okay. I will go with Izzy, I did see. Alright, let's, uh, let's go. Yeah, slightly more specifically, Akab, you. Your fangs go back down to normal. Your fur, fur recedes back into your skin. Your claws retract and indeed disappear entirely from your hands. And you shrink in size. Oh, um, oh. Actually, actually, I would like to add one detail about my my thing. Sure. Uh, the claws don't retract. They actually just fall off and I just have human nails that just are there. Just, That's just, essentially how I keep my obsidian untaxed. It's like, oh, just... <laughs> Let's just pick all this, all of these little black shrapnels and put them in my little little pocket of shrapnels. The, the pitter patter of obsidian as it falls to the floor around you. <laughs> it's like you know what I at this man I got I got I got put it on detail that he always just has like a little baggy obsidian claws that just at a moment's notice. <laughs> That's what you use to make sure your obsidian sort of nightmares stays quote unquote sharp. Yes. So That's one the... way to sharpen it. <laughs> so you're the weirdo that keeps their fingernails in a baggie. It's called recycling. It's, and if, um... the, and if the night blood deities didn't want me to have this, they wouldn't turn me to whatever. Uh, I don't know. You know my chief tried killing me one day? That was messed up. Jesus. Um, they're actually, it's actually a thing nail bags, or like, they Oh, I pe- know. Pe- peely bags, but, it's, but that's for nail polish usually. Anyway. Does that mean the cops got acrylics? <laughs> Probably not, but that's hilarious to me. It's more of a acrylics. <laughs> Do either of you have the uh, medicine first aid skill? Or perhaps survival first aid? Sure don't. I have a survive survival. Okay. First aid. Survival will work if you want to attempt to stabilize Izzy. Okay. I'll attempt it. It's a D4, so it's probably not going to do very well. Probably not. Izzy, what's your wound points at? Currently, my wound points are sitting at a 10. Stabilizing Izzy would require a roll of 15. <laughs> I didn't realize you were going to have a character death so early. <laughs> oh, Leo, we hardly knew ye. I mean, Izzy. I can uh, give you these two plot points, John, to save my life. I, I would like to spend some plot points on I have some magic medicine that makes Izzy feel good good. Magic oh, good, medicine good. that makes Izzy feel good good, huh? Yeah, it's all good and healthy that the clergy were just so nice. And it's like, hey, you guys don't have much medical skills. Take this, because we know Izzy's dumb. Feel real good, good. How many plot points are you spending on your good, good medicine? Remember, this turns out good, good it is. You know what? Let's 
let, let's spend let's spend about seven plot points on this. This is like very good medicine. This is some some pretty quality stuff. You've you've got a jar of salve that you can use to apply directly to any wounds that you or someone else faces, and it's not going to cure the wounds, but it is going to stabilize the wounds pretty much no matter how bad they are. So, Izzy, you are officially stabilized and not dying. Yay! Guess he's not dying. We love it when friends don't die. See that word I used there? Friends. So, what are you guys doing now? I'm lying here, sir. We should probably... Wait. I'm pretty sure this this guy's just full-on knocked out at this point. Um, Oh yeah, he's, he's real out take him back to the station. Right? Yeah, it's probably I mean, smart. Yeah, my, my, uh, plan, my, my original plan was to see if we can interrogate him, but he's taking a nap. Let's go. Alright. Not very well, anyway. You guys head back to the station. You bring your one-handed bandit um, and you drop him in the cell until he recovers enough that he can actually Talk. John's um, gonna give the hand to uh, the the chief. Is this supposed to be a joke? You're lending me a hand. No, he didn't eat the evidence, like you said. No limbs were eaten. It's right there. <laughs> this is like a cat who catches a bird and gives it to the bird. As, John is very as, proud of himself, okay? As a cop tries to act as sober as possible. <laughs> Rack is having an internal it. battle about whether to be disappointed that you think not eating people is an accomplishment, <laughs> but he wants to reward you because he knows that is an accomplishment for you. It's just like, <laughs> congratulations, you did the bare minimum. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> he settles for kind of an awkward pat on the back and just says, nice work, John. That's right. Gold star. <laughs> Good enough. Damn. Damn. I don't even think you Gold star. I don't even think you tried it all. Like I'm Jim. I'm just no, so proud of you. Have a jerky. Failed miserably. Oh, it's all just so fantastic. <laughs> Alright, anyway, Izzy, uh, after a little bit, you wake up, you've got a monster headache, you hurt everywhere, but you're awake and you're alive. Hooray! (laughs) I really don't like having to lead these charges, it doesn't work out for me at all. Listen, that, that was your fault for making everything explode all the time. Why... Why are you like this? Look, I want to add a little more razzle-dazzle to the thing. This, this, that's not razzle-dazzle, that's boom, 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 boom. Well, I'm going to search my pockets and decide to take a look at said business card I got from earlier. All right. It's a little business card. It's actually enchanted so that the images on the card move. Oh man, it's a 3D image thing. It, it 
Well, I mean, yeah, except you don't have to, like, strain your eyes or nothing to actually see it. But you see an image of a woman. Um, she's wearing a worn top hat and a fancy cape and a three-piece suit. And the image of the woman is on the left side. And she blows a kiss at you. But what she blows is uh, a puff of smoke. The smoke fills up the card. And then you see just the word puff for all your chemical and alchemical needs appears on the right side. The smoke dissipates and then the woman is standing there on the left with her name and vocation on the right. You take a look at the other side of the card, which is not animated, and it just says at the Cherry District Swap Meet. Is she a dragon? Hmm. She looks human on the card. Just because Puff the magic dragon. Yeah. I gotcha. I think a cop. I think we need to go to here and find out who this person is. So, where? What? Huh? Cop, we're going to this address. Okay, okay. Uh, can we get some deed on the way out? I'm not really feeling the best. Alright, alright. We'll, we'll get some eat on the way. Come on, John. Let's go. What you, you guys go along the Cherry District Swap Meet. It's on the side of town. It's kind of close to the docks. Um, it's not at the docks, but it's not far from the docks. Is there like um, a taco truck or a hot dog stand or somewhere nearby? <laughs> There is... There's cockatrice on a stick. Ah. So hard, though. But yes, we'll have cockatrice on a stick. Anyway, so the Cherry District Swap Meet is basically a giant outdoor market. You know, people set up stalls to sell their wares, and it's, it's huge. There are hundreds of stalls here all over the place. What's here from one day could be very different from what's here the next. Stalls are always moving around. And uh, there's they sell anything and everything. If you want to find it, all you have to do is look. There is a standing no returns policy across the market, though. Ooh, what do I want for John? So... If you see a blacksmith there selling swords and you buy one and it shatters in the heat of battle, or if you buy some fruit that uh, turns out isn't as fresh as was advertised, or if you buy an adorable looking doll that actually turns out to be cursed and keeps waking up in the middle of the night to try and kill you and your family, tough. (laughs) No returns. You bought it. It's yours. No backseats. Okay. I'm going to show this address to some of the vendors and see if they can point me into the right direction of where this place is. Okay. You can go ahead and you can do either alertness or willpower. uh, And you can use, we'll say, you can use an influence skill like interrogation or persuasion. Or you could use perception investigation. 17. Okay. It's not a hard roll to make. Seven was the difficulty. I have teen more than that. <laughs> Which is enough for an extra success. Yeah, Puff's pretty well known around here, actually. Um, 
she she's an alchemist. She sells potions. She does. They they do kind of whatever. Most of the people around here know that a lot of her potions are just snake oil. They don't do what she advertises. She essentially finds out what your problem is and then tries to sell you a potion. And sometimes she has potions that will help your problems, and sometimes she doesn't. When she doesn't, she tries to sell you crap. Alright, that sounds lovely. But they point you to where she's at today, and she's not all that hard to find. You see her standing on a box. Not actually, she doesn't actually have a stall. She has where a stall would be. She's standing on a box with a couple of boxes that also have some potions in them just right right next to her. And she's, you know, shouting out above the crowd, come one, come all. Puff has got the cure for whatever ails you. Rob, can you look at my message really quick? Uh, I suppose I could. Don't read it out loud. I want it to maybe be a surprise. If you wanted to spend some plot points. Can I spend all three? Do I have to use it right now, or can this stay in my inventory for later? Like, for a future session. You you don't have to use you don't have to use it right now if you don't want to. You have to spend yes. the plot points if you want it, though. All three! Okay. You know you have five, right? I can't use the other two. Yeah, They're for can. other people. I gave them to you. Oh! oh five yeah, plot points, please. <laughs> I want this to be so effective. Okay. For when it for whenever it happens, yes. All right. So John has done something secret that don't you they don't want the rest of you to know about. All right. Well, well, Akam, here we are. Huh? Ooh, this this place is. Where are we? We're we're at a shop. Meet. That's what's on the card. We're trying to find the guy Arson behind the people who attacked me in the alley. Yeah, let's go. Are you guys wearing your police outfits, or are you still incognito? I don't recall us changing clothes, so I think we're incognito. Same. Okay. Except for John. John looks the same, me. Alex. I'll go ahead and give everyone two plot points for tracking down Puff. Yeah, we're such good detectives. Hey, can you tell me where this, the criminal is? Sure! <laughs> <laughs> Not a problem! Uh, you've, got, you've got some really high persuasion rolls, so, uh... <laughs> There's something about you! Sure, I'll let you know where the criminal is. You seem are. trustworthy. <laughs> yes, did you hear that, you guys? You seem trustworthy. Izzy seems trustworthy. <laughs> wow. Someone's John crazy. <laughs> yes, Izzy has an ego. <laughs> so, are you doing anything about Puff? Should we? I guess we'll have to interrogate Puff. Hey, uh, how? What do you know about people with crazy strength and puffy eyes? Not like regular puffy eyes, like smoke literally bellowing from their eyes. Puff, here's your question, and. In a literal puff of smoke, she disappears from where she's standing and reappears right next to me. And she says, Well, my friend, uh, if you've got eye problems, I have just the cure for you. And she pulls out 
a little jar this self you just spread a little bit underneath your eyes before you go to sleep at night and bam that eye pain will be gone no more pink eyes for you my friend although um is this for you or and she looks over at john i think your friend could probably use this a little bit more my goodness, I have not seen a skin condition like this in ages. Oh, I hear you on that, friend. But don't worry, Puff has got just what you need. And she pulls out another little vial of oil. Just rub this into your skin. And, you know, after 10 or 20 or 100 uses, you'll find that your skin has gone right back to its beautiful, fleshy color. No more of this this gray, grayish, bluish nightmare. Nope. The ladies will love ya. <laughs> oh, I hear you, friend. The ladies already do you love ya, but they'll love ya even more. <laughs> Thanks, John. Uh... What do you know about uh, about a particular alleyway that with some incidences that happened recently around here? Alleyway with incidences? I'm afraid that's not quite my purview, sir. I merely sell cures for whatever ails ya. <gasps> I can't believe you just insulted her like that, Izzy. <laughs> really? I got my clock cleaned like six times. I mean, I don't, I don't need this. Um... <clears throat> cleaning your clock. It's an expression, as in I got my ass kicked. Oh. Oh, see, I went a different way. <laughs> anyway. Izzy and John, I would like you to make a willpower. Can use covert bluff or influence bluff or something along those lines? I have influence intimidation and seduction. I'm afraid neither of those will work. You are asking certain questions that are making her suspicious. And not that we're calling her a whore? Nope. Okay, good. Because we won. Um, I rolled a 9. The difficulty that you need to beat is an 18. Okay, well, I have a d10 for willpower, so let's just see. You know what? For funsies. 5. Okay. <laughs> halfway there. I since John rolled the lower of the two here. <laughs> Thanks, John. Oh, no. Bye, guys. Hey, Akab, um, are you with them as they're speaking to Puff? Yes, because I am would like to say that Akab's still hanging on to Izzy to look as sober as possible. <laughs> okay. Then, Akab, I would like you to roll, you can do willpower and influence bluff or deceit or something like that, or covert bluff deceit. Something to hide the fact that you're a cop here on an interrogation. Your difficulty, since you're currently suffering the after effects of your Nawal transformation, is 27. <gasps> she rolled really high. Wow. What, what am I rolling again? Uh, this is willpower and influence deception or covert deception. Dang, all I got is the willpower. Yeah, not great. Oh. 
to a 26, does it? A 27, thank you. A 27. Dang, and I rolled an 11. Oh, oh no! That Another. is sadly the highest roll. <laughs> <laughs> what did Izzy roll? Nine. Oh. So anyway, John, as she's standing next to you, God. you guys see her hold up a policeman's badge. <gasps> and she says, But of course, officers, I'm sure you don't need any of my healing. Why, don't you have some clerics for your department that watch over your health? And then she flicks the badge at John. <laughs> All right. I know what I'm going to do. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I'm going to use my gentleman thief and pers- and persuasion to uh, try to play off the fact that this badge is just all part of the show. But what I really want to know is where you're getting some of your supplies. Such. Oh, come on. Not everybody can pull out a badge from anywhere, especially with this show of a sham of this place is going through. I think I want to know where the real deal is. The real good stuff. The stuff that actually gets the whole smoke effect that gives some other people able some pizzazz and powers upon their themselves. Go ahead and roll willpower influence bluff. Yep, and I'm gonna throw three more uh, go ahead. for that. Go ahead, you can use your gentleman thief if you'd like. Difficulty is gonna be a six. Oh, I went the wrong I blew pot points for no real reason on this one. Persuasion? Yes. Or no, not persuasion. Bluff. Alright. Influence it is. Holy crap, that's terrible. Um, that's nine? I rolled four different dice, and I could only get nine out of all that mess. <laughs> that still beats a six. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The math checks out. She looks you up and down. With all my bruises and beatings. <laughs> Well, I suppose you could have gotten the badge from from some other officer. But, you know, I've heard stories. And she starts kind of walking around you, Izzy. Circling around. Heard, heard some stories on the street about uh, someone who used to be in the biz suddenly joining for joining the other team. Have you heard anything about that? Only parts and pieces, and what I heard is it joining toward the biz, as it were, wasn't exactly a voluntary situation. Hmm. Pretty rough for that person, whoever they were. Ah, would be really rough. Possibly part of a long con. Who knows what they're planning on doing. Go ahead and roll Willpower Deceit. Go ahead and add your Gentleman Thief. Willpower and Deceit. Eleven is what you have to beat now. Fifteen. Hmm. She takes a look at your companions. You don't look particularly intimidating, but of course, looks could be deceiving. You know, I would hate to see someone so down on their luck having to scrape to get by while while keeping people off their back. You know, it makes me want to help out, but what guarantees can I get that my help won't land me in hot water? If it's a good enough piece of help, maybe we just don't 
you look away. Hey, maybe we just let you bygones be bygones. Maybe we just don't show up towards your shop every other day. You, you ever think of that? That sounds like intimidation. Don't do that, Leo. No, that's what I got. That's my plan. Willpower intimidation, please. Ooh. What about John's willpower intimidation? It's really high. It, it is really high. Burn <laughs> two more plot points. It's really high. Yes, it is. Yes. Uh, May I also uh, eight use my is what you have to beat. Huh? Eight is the difficulty you have to beat. And done. Sixteen. Cost me a couple of plot points, but I doubled it. You done did. Okay. Well, you know, cops stopping by would be bad for business. And she leans in close enough that Cobb and John can't hear this. Just Izzy. She says, if you... If you ever need any of my special stash, ask if I do dinner shows. If I have something for you, I'll say only for my favorite customers. If you're ready to buy now, you say, lucky me. Leo, write that down. <laughs> write this one down. But of course, such deals can't be done in the open. All right, hang on. Just so I have this out. Lucky me is for accepting it. Uh, what was the other notes? So the, the phrase, if you need something from the special stash, you ask, do you do dinner shows? If she's able to sell to you, she'll say only for my favorite customers. If you're ready to buy right then, you say lucky me. Uh, for successfully getting in with Puff, everybody gets a plot point. Izzy gets three for getting a connection. Well, now I still don't have a good lead for what's going on with that whole, uh, spooky people thing. I would like everyone you can make an alertness and you can do perception sight or perception hearing if you've got anything to let you sense trouble before it hits. <laughs> a danger sense, which is non-existent. Uh, no. Nope, or difficult, unknown. Alright, that's uh, a solid six for Izzy. I have... A one! Ah! <laughs> I can't believe it! I got a twelve. If I had any luck, it's run out. <laughs> Only... Leo, if you'd like... You can add a d10 to your roll. Uh, okay. Hey, do I get a, um... No. Oh, I got a critical failure! I know you did. Believe me, I know. <laughs> uh, but there's a very specific reason I'm getting this bonus to Izzy that I don't want to reveal just yet. That's a nine. Okay. Jeez, the brr! <gasps> oh, that's true. Just start pointing at random people and just. <laughs> hey, John. <I'm> the emperor. <laughs> yes. Here's three plot points for you. Oh, for for failing so hard. Puff is still leaning in, kind of close to Izzy. You are attempting to get a little bit closer to hear what she has to say, 
when you stumble forward unexpectedly. As you do, a crossbow bolt goes straight through your neck. On the downside, it deals a total of 20 basic... Well, actually, let me rephrase that. It deals 13 basic damage and 8 wound damage. That is a hard, hard hit. And you've already been injured. No. Oh, wait, but he got recovered from that. You, John, you you got (laughs) shot. (laughs) Oh, I got shot! You're the one that rolled the one here. (laughs) I thought for some reason, because Izzy was leaning in. Oh, no! (laughs) Did it ruin his vocal cords? I had had plans. (laughs) The good news is, he dead. So you can't be killed. So even though 20 hit points is, I believe, how many you have. Yeah, life Uh, points 20. Yeah, I got 20 hit points. (laughs) So even though that matches the amount of hit points you have, you don't immediately die or are really at risk of dying. But But uh, he's gonna... 20 hit points is still a lot. Yeah, he's gonna fall to the ground and be just gushing out the neck. And man, if John weren't there to take that hit, that would have hit Puffsnack. Gosh, shoot. Oh. There's only one thing I can do on a time like this. Get her into protective custody? In a bit. First, I'm going to take out one of my my daggers, cut open one uh, one of my bruises so it bleeds out, and just force feed it into into a car and just go sick him, boy. Find that arrow guy who shot that who shot John. A cop? Are you drinking your friend's blood? Hold on, I'm still processing. Just so much just happened right now. <laughs> so you got sh- so John got shot for mm-hmm. a bolt that looked like it was going to be directed at Puff. Puff. At Puff. Puff. He knows it's what that someone's attacking, and rather than try to chase it down, gives you some extra blood to go after the guy. All right, you're you're still pretty woozy from already having used this ability. You're not certain what the effects of using it a second time in a day are. Well. <laughs> They're not gonna like. Oh, hold up! It looks like it's just a constant repeat. I look. I uh, wrote down that drink. Uh, redrinking blood is helps. Also helps us recharge for it. You know, okay. let, let, let's go. Let's let's take it and go for it. Okay, you drink Izzy's blood. You instantly feel better. Like the wooziness, the world has stopped spinning. Everything is oh, clear. So clear and bright. Oh, God. As you shift back into your large form and your claws grow out and your fur grows long and you catch a whiff of something coming off of that arrow. Sneak, sneak. You can go ahead and make an alertness, perception, smell, or sight, whichever you would prefer, to see where the arrow came from. thing coming off of the arrow is your friend John. (laughs) 
15. Okay. You can pretty easily figure out where this arrow came from. It came from a rooftop that is about a block away. And when you look up, you see just barely a person as they go out of sight. You don't really get to see their face because they're right where the sun is. But you definitely see a figure up there before it disappears from your view. You could give chase if you want. You're the only one who could give chase right now. Okay, so... I think we'll start with uh, giving chase. Okay. So, the chase rules work... Um, this is exciting. I mean, they're all exciting, but this is exciting. So, the way the chase rules work out is that... Uh, He's a number of steps ahead of you. Every time you succeed at the obstacle and he doesn't, you get a step closer. Every time he succeeds and you don't, you get a step further away. You're currently three steps behind him. If you are four steps behind him, you've lost him entirely. But if you otherwise, if you manage to catch up to him, then you have won the chase scene. Go, Bear, go. Go. Okay. Okay. Uh, your first difficulty is that you need to get up to the rooftop where he was, so that'll be a parkour roll. See, I picked my my good horse on this one. Your good horse? Horse. Sorry, uh, I just heard horse a lot tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, usually bring them up. Will that be John is always? What would parkour be with uh, agility strength and all that? This would be strength since you're trying to climb to the top of a building. Alright. So, D4, you're in your Nogwall state. It's D4, D10, D10. That's a ooh, 18. I got 20. That's a 20. Okay. The difficulty was actually going to be an 11, but that's enough for an extra success. He only got a regular success for his, which means you get a step closer. Yay. You're now two steps behind him. Oh, right. Same roll? He's running. You see that he's on the rooftop of another building. So you'll need to jump the gap between buildings if you want to keep up with him. Uh, but you see him heading into the window of an adjacent building. And if you can't keep up, you might lose sight of him right now. All right. Let's do another roll. 21. Okay, that is... Also enough for an extra success. You are managing to keep. You're not. You're not gaining ground, but you haven't lost ground. As you approach the window that he went into, you can see he's jumping out a window on the other side of the building. Oh yeah. Um, parkour. Parkour. Oof. No. No oof. Seven. Seven is just barely enough to pass. Yay! Uh, as you approach the window on the other side of the building and you look out, you see that he is at ground level running into an alleyway. Oh, right. 16. Okay. You managed to get a step closer to him. You're both running through the alleys at this point. He's turned a corner, and as you turn a corner... You see one of those uh, fruit stands that always seems to be 
around, he has swiped the leg of the fruit stand, causing it to crash and leave a huge mess behind. <gasps> you gotta have poor retail worker have to go through enough. Oh look, a launching pad that he made for me, obviously. That was his intent. Oh no, my, my ramp-shaped roof, why? <laughs> What's your roll this time? 14. 14. Okay, you managed to get over just fine. You're not, you haven't gained ground, but you haven't lost it either. You see him climbing up a ladder on the street opposite that's leading up to a rooftop. Yeah, past that ladder, those are just socially acceptable ways to get to the roof. That's just PC parkour. <laughs> Pen. Okay. He actually gets a step away from you. As you start to get to the top of the ladder, you see him kick it down. And you're able to still scramble up, but you've definitely lost a little bit of time. You are back on the rooftops now, chasing him down as he's leaping from roof to roof. Got you. One jump ahead of the one. Twelve. You see him get another step ahead of you. <gasps> Your lungs are starting to burn, your legs are starting to tire out. This chase is getting a little bit harder than you were expecting. Curse's head start. Creature is this the thing that it can outrun a cop. He looks human. You're not getting a very good look at his face, but he's about the right height for a human. You can see his ears. They're not pointed or anything like that, so... He's probably human, but then again, you look human outside of your jaguar form too, so who knows. Alright, I rolled a 13 on the next one. This is really embarrassing for him. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Already. You see him dive off of a rooftop. Like, head first dive. <laughs> he totally biffs it. And... When you get to the edge, you look down and you see that there appears to be a river below. You've kind of reached the edge of the rooftops in this area as they approach the water. And it looks like he didn't land in as deep of part of the river as he wanted. <laughs> oh. He looks like he stumbles a bit before getting back up, but he dives into the water and starts swimming. So... For this roll, since you're now entering the water, it's no longer parkour. Oh, no. This is strength athletic swimming. Do you have swimming? Nope, athletic swimming. So, D6. Strength is a D4, and Narwhal gives him a D10, but it might not be enough. Okay, well, you didn't lose ground, but you're, uh, you're down in the water there with him. Swimming forward. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Nine. As you're swimming, you see him. There's one of those, like, little rowboats that people sometimes use. Yeah, you see him grab a person in a rowboat, toss him out, and he gets into the boat and starts rowing. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> he just, he just GTA'd a rowboat. <laughs> No, I'm a little impressed. Is he single? 15. Okay. Um, he 
he unfortunately got a thousand extra success for him, but only a regular success for you. He's pulling away. If you aren't... If you lose him past this, you will have lost the chase, because you are currently three steps behind him. Can I use my plot points? Can I give them to Ben to use? You already gave away your plot points. I can't give him the ones that I just have? Nope. No. Only the blue ones. Those uh, are the shareable plot points. Uh, and I'm not there. I can't do we, anything we for We used them all to see Izzy. Some raggards. 13, though. Okay, you are surprisingly managing to keep pace with him. He gets the rowboat over towards the other end of the river and hops back on land. But you are still in water. You see him running up the shore and into the city streets on the other side. Alright, I wrote a 30 on this. You manage to make it to shore and climb up as he slips a little bit from being wet. <laughs> you are now oh, two goodness. steps behind. Uh, also, side note, I think this is the longest chase I've ever had go on in Cortex. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> But this also means that now that I'm not swimming, I'm back in parkour, right? You are back in parkour, yes. Yes. Fooled you. You have given me an advantage. You have activated my trap card. <laughs> you see him run into a crowd. I see like this. 21. That will give you an extra success and him a regular success. You're now one step behind him. As he's running through the crowd, you can see him pushing people, trying to get them in your way. What a jerk. Oh. That gives you <laughs> Holy crap. You got a regular success, he got an extra success. Some of no! those people did, in fact, get in your way. You're now two steps behind him. No! 17. Part of me wants to fudge these rolls because I just want you to catch the guy already, but <laughs> that's not really in me. Hold on. So. We could also do an all four or nothing. We could. Like, on one hand, he could have blended with the crowd and I completely lost him. Or on the other hand, the crowd completely stopped him and I caught him. Oh, that's so risky. All right, as he's coming out of the crowd, you see a carriage pull up and slow down just enough for him to get in. If you don't catch him on this roll, you will have lost him. Roll high. Roll real high. (laughs) He rolled a 22, by the way. Oh my god. Damn. Gross. 19. Uh, what had to be? 22. 22. 19 and 4 plot points. Okay. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> that chase got me at the edge of my seat. And did my last plot point. Alright. Basically, he's opening the door and just about to step into the moving carriage when you essentially body slam him into the side of the carriage, knocking it a little askew as it then speeds up and runs off. You have officially caught the guy. Yay!
Oh, well, he you... doesn't seem like he's going to go willingly, though. I'd like to see if I can knock him out. Okay, go for it. Strength unarmed, Nawal. 11. You do manage to knock him out. You are now able to bring him back to the station if you'd like. But you do notice that seconds after you bring him down, you revert back to your human form. Oh. And the Come headache on. is so oh. much worse. Oh, good. Right. Everything's moving around. It's really hard to stand up straight. Oh, God. So you're not quite knocked out yourself, but uh, you're definitely struggling a little bit. Izzy and John, while a cop has been off chasing after the perpetrator, what have you guys been up to? Well, I'm going to check in on Puff, see how Puff's doing right now. She looks scared. John's just going to be bleeding out. Oh yeah, that's right. I almost forgot that John took a crossbow bolt through the throat. John didn't forget. Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> uh, a cop. Three plot points for... Four plot points for catching the guy. That was a pretty epic chase scene. GTP longest chase scene. <laughs> Puff, are you alright? You okay? I... Yeah, I just didn't... She looks at you. Are you him? The one that crossed the Emperor? Maybe I am, maybe I'm not. Who's asking? She looks at you, really scared. I need to know, are you him? Alright, this doesn't get anywhere outside of this between me, you, and the dead man there. Yes. I never <laughs> Because I'm pretty sure that was him. Oh, this can be a good time at the station tonight. You got anything no, that you I... heal up my friend over here? <laughs> I don't know, maybe some glue? Glue? <laughs> <laughs> With somewhat shaky hands, she hands you um, a little jar of salve and goes, Yeah, yeah, you put this on him, he'll be fine. Listen. I need some. I need to go somewhere where he can't find me. Then your best bet is to get out of town. Just ran this woman out of town. I wasn't shooting a crossbow bolt randomly at people. Yeah, I think you might be right. Well, good luck, officer. Yeah, if I maybe we'll a... meet again someday. Hopefully, in better circumstances. And you see her. She doesn't even grab her stuff. The boxes of potions, she leaves them behind and starts running. So we have that whole code, and hopefully we just see her again someday. You know what? I'll just tell the chief that you did the interview. <laughs> it's not a lie. John was there just because John can't tell anybody. Uh, anyway, we'll go ahead and speed ahead to when you guys meet back up at the station, which is, I assume, where a cop wants to take our perpetrator. Indeed it is. And Izzy, when you see him, you immediately recognize him. It's the Emperor. Was it that the Emperor said earlier in the session? He looks at you. He is, he is conscious by the time that, uh, 
you see him at the station. Pleasure doing business with you. <laughs> uh, he looks at you and he smiles. And he says, hello, officer. I look forward to working with you. And that's where we're going to end the session tonight. Hey, I have a quick question. Sure. So what? So the salve that we were given, um, that I'm going to assume was used on John, does that just close wounds or does that like do healing or like what, what does that do? That particular thing does not do healing. It just stabilizes the wounds so you can regain consciousness. Okay. All right. <laughs> Look, I don't even know how John's physiology works out. For all I know, just patching it with some glue and some fabric will call it look and hey, call it a day. I want to put it out there. Because he was brought back by a necromancer and it isn't like a viral infection or anything, the state that he was brought back in is the state that he is in unless like he gets extremely healed or he gets like extremely damaged so he's not like actively like dying or shedding skin or losing more hair or anything he just is i mean he was still dead when the necromancer (laughs) brought him back so no that's true he just can't not in great condition (laughs) no he was partly decayed a little bit yeah well like not like a lot but he was still a little bit decayed He's just not getting worse than he used to be. <laughs> yeah, I just, look, maybe there's going to be a potion one day that's going to, like, restore him. Back maybe. to, back to at least not being as gross. <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks for joining, everybody. Uh, you get some experience tonight. You Yay! get one point for showing up. You get... One point for spending plot points or oh. earning plot points. Oh, I you did get that. You get a point for progressing the story. Oh, I definitely did that. You get a point for good roleplay. Do I get one for progressing the story? Because I don't think I progressed the story. This is a, you as were a group. part of the team that progressed the story. You get you earn plot you earn experience as a team, not as an individual. Yes. You didn't really solve the case per se. You you brought in the people with the smoky eyes. One of them, anyway, but you didn't, like, get to the bottom of it. That is... So, I'll give you one point for, for that for, quote-unquote, solving the case. It's, uh, it's not done, but it's not as bad as it used to be. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for playing tonight. Sorry it uh, ran for so long, but I do appreciate you sticking in there. Everyone listening, thank you for joining us. We'll see you next case. Bye, everybody! Adios! ACPD Case Files is created and game mastered by Rob Ogden. Music and sounds licensed through Pro Media Art, Game Dev Market Sounds, and Humble Software Bundle Big Music 2. Produced by Leo Garcia, the Geek Scorpio. Edited by Leo Garcia, the Geek Scorpio, and Brandon Thistle, Tomato Man 7. You can help support these podcast episodes by leaving a review wherever you listen to your podcast and by sharing these episodes with a friend. You can also support us at patreon.com slash gamingtheaterpresents. Thank you for listening and see you in the next session.